Hey, what's going on? It's Matt with you for your Seshwagon podcast for Friday, the 2nd of December. Fuck, man. We're in December already. Years flown by. I think I mentioned that on the last podcast, so we won't go into that anymore. But here we are. I'm, at, uh, I'm in the car park of my gym that I go to. I thought, you know, it's a pretty secure fucking spot. And I've been starting to sesh here after I, you know, have a workout at the gym. And it just seems to make sense, man, because, like, you know, it's about, yeah, it's about 11.30 at night. There's literally no one here. No one was in the gym with me. Probably because people actually do shit on their Friday nights, and I'm a fucking loner piece of shit. So I'm just, you know, I just smoke weed and go to the gym. I'm not a loner piece of shit. Fuck, come on, man. We've talked about this before. The negative self-talk. you got to cut it out, Lily. Fuck's sake, man. But anyway, you know, we're here in the gym car park. I thought, you know, it's a pretty good place to have a session. Like I was saying a couple episodes back, and the cops, they've just been they've just been crawling. They've just been threatening. Like, you know, there's been no close run-ins in the last week or two like there were a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, it's just, it's just uneasy. It's hard to relax. It's hard to fully relax when there's just at any time. You know, your life could get ruined by a fuckhead police officer. But, you know, that's the risk I run for you people at home listening. But, yeah, so I've been having a couple of sessions in the gym car park here because it's fully fenced off. It's big-ass fucking... Because there's a couple of other businesses in this sort of little compound. But fully fenced. The gate's a massive fucking big sliding gate. Got to swipe my key tag to get in, and there's no one here. So, fucking... Perfect place, I think. Perfect place to record this episode of the Sesh Wagon. So, might be hitting here, hitting here a little bit more often. You know, it doesn't make sense just to come here. I think that'd be weird if I just came here just to sesh. So, you know, it's a good motivator, actually, to make myself get to the gym a little bit more. Because then, you know, Sesh Wagon seshes in the gym car park are probably definitely the most relaxed. Because, you know, literally... No one's ever come in here, and if they did, there'd just be some cunt going to the gym in the middle of the night, and they ain't going to fucking bother me. They're just going to go and get their work done. They're probably either a fucking shit worker or a bit of a loner themselves and just don't really want to fuck with anybody. So, yeah. Yeah, man. But anyway, I know what's... After the last episode, I know what's uh, what's on your mind listening to this at home. You know, you want to know, hey, Matt... How'd those, uh, how'd those Tinder dates get on? How, you know, you're talking a big game, four dates in six days, six days. <laughs> you know, you're sounding pretty positive a couple days ago. Sounding like, sounding like a man that thinks he's about to get some pussy. Which is basically exactly what I said. Sounded like a man... That thought he was gonna get some pussy. As you can probably tell, I didn't get some pussy. I didn't get some pussy. <sighs> and honestly, man, I think I'm I think I'm ready. I'm thinking I'm ready to take another break off. Off Tinder. Off the dating apps. Just I was anyway. I went a good like month. Deleted everything, went a good month. And I was genuinely like life was easier, man. Life is just, like, I get it, that you guys at home that 
they've sort of said, fuck it, like, I'm not fucking with this shit, it's just so annoying, it's just swiping on pussy, you know, you're not gonna fuck, even if they want to fuck you, the shit happens, and they're fucking weirdos, and (coughs) I don't know, man, but anyway, so, there's two dates ahead, so, the Samoan chick, who seemed like, you know, I can't, I can't rule her out, because I'll get, give it to her, it seemed, it seemed like a legit excuse, and talking, I'm still talking to her a couple of days later, but she basically said she had to cancel on me, like, on Wednesday afternoon, before we went on our date that night, basically just saying, no, oh, that her fucking grandma's in hospital, you know, and I think you got to be a bit of a piece of shit to make something up like that, she doesn't seem like a piece of shit, and I was texting her yesterday and she was all going on about how she had to go back into the hospital and bullshit and we rescheduled for basically, you know, same time, same same pl- place, same bat channel next week, so we'll see how that goes, you know, you know, could just be life, but yeah, man, uh, this other bitch though, this other bitch, man, I can't really call her a bitch, it was me this time, you know. I just got to today, and, like, this chick, like, because I, I, I was trying to line up something with her a couple of weeks ago, like I said, and she cancelled on that one, and so I've had a couple of weeks to stalk this chick, and gone to Facebook, and fucking, you know, started snooping around, and there were a couple of big red flags, I knew it going in, like, she was pretty cute, pretty cute Mari chick, and I was, I was thinking of just looking past her red flags and just trying to get the pussy, you know, like a, like a real man would do, but man, I just couldn't do it, eh? I just like, I just knew, I, first red flag is she, you know, she's the same age as me, ripe old age of 26, and she's got two kids, one that's like 12, maybe 10, but she's fucking fat as fuck, another one that's six, first kid's clearly a brown kid, like, you know, married, Simone or some shit, second kid's whiter than me, so she's got two different baby daddies, and has done for a while, and she's had two kids pushed out of that pussy, so I really want to push my dick into that, that was, that was the first red flag, and yeah man, sorry from drinking a bit of water, the throat's a little bit hoarse today, so we're, we're pushing through it, we're pushing through it to bring you a good fucking podcast, but um, second red flag man, and this, this was a red flag, man. <laughs> so I was sniffing on her Facebook one day, like a couple of days ago. And most of the things she had on there were public. And she had this video, and it was clear, it was on a Facebook page, but it was clearly a TikTok that she was sharing across multiple plat- platforms. I didn't find her TikTok or anything like that. But basically, the gist, I'll, I'll do my best to explain it for you, you people at home with no visual aids. But, uh, <coughs> but, uh, basically, the video was, you know, it was some pop generic bullshit song over, like, basically her with these words coming up, just like saying something that nearly ruined my life but didn't kill me, and I'm stronger for today, and it's just her, like, pouting and posing, and then literally it just cuts to the next screen, and it just says, methamphetamine, 
Oh, this bitch is a recovering meth addict. <laughs> and I was still thinking about going there. She cancelled on me. She has two kids that she didn't tell me about that I had to find on her Facebook, first of all. You know. And she's a recovering meth addict. And then third red flag, I snooped a little bit deeper. Found found her ex, found she was like in a relationship with this guy back in 2018. And I went onto his Facebook. The dude was uh, a straight up mongrel mob member. <laughs> I was still getting until this morning, until like an hour and a half before the date. I was still gonna go there. So I'm sorry, boys. I had to. Uh, I bitched out. I bitched out. Like we're gonna meet up at twelve o'clock for a bit of a lunch date. You know, she wanted a lunch date probably because kids are at school, you know. And I was thinking, yeah, that might be right. Meet her up at 12. So date goes for an hour, hour and a half. Get back to hers or mine and smash the push, push at 2 o'clock. Get out of there by 2.30, 3 o'clock and day's done. But, uh, no, man. that's that's That, that would have been perfect scenario. There's a lot of... A lot of scenarios, man. A lot of scenarios fucking around with a chick like that. That could have oh, just ended so badly, man. So badly. And, man, I was just, oh, you know, the dick was doing all the thinking. The dick was doing all the thinking on that one. Granted, like, it was only, like, two days this week where I was literally, like, you know what, I'm actually going to fuck this bitch, like, because, like, before she hit me up again this week, like, I knew, I knew about the kids and the meth addict, like, so, it was, you know, it was all the dick, all the dick thinking there, but anyway, so I'm still messaging, still chatting away, having a good chat with the, with the, with the Solly girl, with the Samoan oosie juicy goosey pussy. But, uh, you know, she's, I'll put it this way, if, if, if she were to do porn and her pornography was put into a class, that class would be BBW, you know what I mean? So, not exactly quality pussy, but this one doesn't seem like she was a former drug addict, definitely doesn't have kids. Don't think she's got a gang member ex, but you never know. Um, well, I think that's something I'm actually going to have to find out on the first date, because we don't need that stress in our lives, do we now, boys? So, uh, yep, yep, so I'm getting off Tinder, but, uh, I'm not exactly moving my attention to a more productive place, actually, it's probably more productive, like, it's... When you get down to it, I'll just put it this way, boys. I'm getting into OnlyFans. Now, not not that way. No one wants to see that. I'm not starting my own OnlyFans page. Like, you know, not yet anyway. We'll see, how, we'll see if this podcast doesn't blow up or anything. We might need to get some fucking, you know. I'm sure there's a market somewhere for a, a hefty beer with a nice thick cock and a tight arsehole. But, um, yeah, yeah, we're getting into OnlyFans, man. But, hey, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking, boys. Matt, 
Come on, Matt. You're supposed to be this masculine, high-T individual, this independent man that, you know, doesn't need to pay for pictures of pussy and videos of pussy, but hey, all I'm saying is don't, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yes, I've got a couple of bitches that I'm paying like $10, $10, $15 each a month just for like a couple of couple of photos and a couple of like one minute long videos of them twerking naked or if you're lucky fucking finger in their twat but um yeah man that's what I'm doing now I'm getting off tinder putting 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 that attention to only fans and you know I think I'll to be honest I think I'll be more productive than tinder because tinder like you have hope you have hope on tinder like, OnlyFans, there's no hope. You've just given up. <laughs> That's basically what I'm doing. I'm basically, like, saying, I'm giving up finding real pussy, which I'm not. I'm not giving fully up, giving up looking for real pussy. I'm still looking a little bit for real pussy. But I'm shifting more of my attention away from real pussy to pictures and digital pussy. And granted, that digital pussy is pretty fucking hot, like, obviously. <clears throat> like uh, what fucking weirdo are you if you fucking follow like fat chicks and ugly chicks on OnlyFans like that's th- those are the real weirdos kids but um yeah yeah but basically my, my main thing I'm going for like I'm, I'm really hunting a niche market like I found two chicks that fit this niche market that I'm hunting and it's like 18 to 19 year olds local chicks and like to be fair, I found these two chicks from Tinder, so Tinder's good for something. It's f- going to feed my OnlyFans addiction, if nothing else. But yeah, man, it's just something about, you know, the pa- you know they're, they're a bit cheaper, they're just getting into it. You know, there's not a lot of likes going there. Could get to a point where, who knows, if I go full fucking off the deep end, I'll be their main financial backer and... It's like I said with like this podcast and shit. I'm starting from the bottom. Like I'm buying stocks low. I'm buying stocks low. And I'm just tr- I'm you know, I'm angel investing. I'm angel investing on OnlyFans. And I'm trying to find the next big thing and find them early. And I'm looking local. Cause where else are you gonna go? Like, you know, I'm not gonna find some random bitch in a Bulgarian village that's, you know got 10 followers on OnlyFans and getting ready to blow because she's fucking hot and real good at a real good at fingering a twat but um yeah man that's at least in my opinion like, it's horrible logic I know like you're probably just thinking Matt what the fuck are you doing you can get all the porn you've ever wanted <coughs> ever wanted or needed or imagined of for free on the internet why are you now just paying it? And it's like, and that's a good question. And honestly, in a couple of weeks, when I'm realizing I'm completely wasting my fucking time and money, I'll probably come back here on this podcast and say, yeah, you guys are right. But because really, like, even if I hit the jackpot and I find the next big OnlyFans porn star based out of Christchurch, New Zealand, and I can take pride in knowing I was one of the first 10 or 20 people to subscribe to her OnlyFans. And now she's got fucking 
tens of thousands of people and she's raking in millions for fingering a twat on the interwebs. But, um, yeah, that, like, I'm struggling to see a scenario where that improves my life, like, in any way. So, <laughs> we'll see, boys. We'll see how long it lasts. But, you know, I'm a dreamer. You can't say I'm not a dreamer. What that dream is, I don't actually know at the moment. And it's a little bit confused. Uh, and it's a little bit desperate and a reeking of beta energy at the moment, which is not what this podcast is about, but I know I've never claimed to be a perfect person. I have, uh, you know, I've got flaws. I'm not afraid to admit it. And lately, lately that flaw, that flaw has kind of been my dick and balls. Not, you know, not that in any, you know, it's, I'm good down there. Don't, don't worry, ladies. Like, it's, you know, I'm good down there. But just, you know, I've just been thinking with it too much, man. I'm just, I'm just chasing it. Like, it's just getting to that phase where, like, you know, got out of a long-term relationship about three months ago now. So for the first month or two after that, I'm not really, like, fiending for the pussy. Because I know, like, I'm just going to be comparing it to that pussy. And that's not a good way to, that's not fair for anybody. And I just need to wait for that, for that thought to get out of my head. And it's been out of my head for a little while now. So it's just like, it's just been building. It's just been building. And you know what it's like. I'm sure that's relatable. But, man, I just, really what I need to do is just close the deal with this, this Polynesian pussy princess bitch. And just, you know, get it out of my system. I think that's, 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 that's just what I need. And I feel like it's what I need. I'm hoping that's what I need. Because, <laughs> oh man, I don't need, I don't, you know, I'm already, I'm already spending too much money on bullshit and weed and fucking, I don't need to be doing it for OnlyFans. <laughs> Honestly, boys. But anyway, moving on, so, uh, yes, moving on, reading the notes, so Kanye, yay, back in the news, boy has he been back in the news, he's back on his business, he's back on his J thing, he's back on his you know, pissing people off as much as humanly possible. Train. <laughs> Basically, for those of you unaware, he's had a bit of a week old yay. First of all, he's been shacking up with these two right-wing internet personalities that, I'll be honest, I'm only loosely aware of. If you're not aware of them, these two dudes that he's been hanging around with on the interwebs, Nick Fuentes and Mayo, Milo fucking Yadopalopal or whatever this. I actually don't know what his last name is. I just know him as Milo. He's, I know Milo, I remember Milo from back in the day, back in the day, early on, like probably about eight years ago when I was first getting into, into Joey Rogues, this guy, 
this guy did it. He was getting a bit. He was getting pretty big on the inter internet, and he did a Joe Rogan. And he's basically he's basically this right wing gay guy, just like this really flamboyantly gay guy that's just like an alt right asshole. And he kind of used that juxtaposition of being a bit of a stereoty stereotypical fury queen, and then effectively a fucking alt-right dickhead like not the good kind of right wing like the actual fucking weird side of right wing and he was making internet waves for a while and got on joe rogan and i listened to it and basically you know he said some controversial things one of the controversial things being that he thought the the older man that molested him as a teenager and was his first, like, basically gay experience, you know, was overall, you know, there was some negatives, but overall a positive experience for him, which was fucked up, you know, kind of fucked up saying that, yeah, something like that, and he is a positive, so this guy, he's a pretty fucking provocative guy, and then the other guy, Nick Winters, I'm less familiar with, but he's basically, he's been new in the scene since, he's been only around since old Trump coming into the scene, and he's basically just this college kid that went viral for literally just being racist and being super pro-Trump. You know, that's all you need. That's all I really know about him. And basically, yeah, he was, like, hanging out with these guys. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, these two internet fucking dweebs. He was hanging out with them. And also, side note on Milo, he's apparently converted to Christianity and become straight now, but he still acts like a flamboyant gay guy. Anyway, those two people aren't really important, but if you don't know who they are, just a little bit of a background on them. As much as I know, I don't know really any more of that. It's not like I've looked into these guys because like, they've both been like cancelled for a while because they, they say crazy shit. Not really good kind of crazy shit too either. I can't really get behind it. But anyway, so they went, they went earlier on in this week and they did the Tim Pool podcast, which... I'm not a big fan of Tim Paul. He's a big freedom of speech guy, I'll give him that, but he basically just does a current events news show on YouTube. And it's just really just whiny and nerdy, and it's just... It's gay. Like, in the old sense of the word, you know, how we used to say that word growing up as an insult, it was gay. It's a gay show. So Ye went on it. He basically, you know... Wanted to talk about what he wanted to talk about and didn't want to talk about all this shit, you know, all the problems that he's had with the Jays over the last couple of weeks. Not directly anyway. And so he basically, he's going off on a bit of a rant and he talks about how they are fucking with him. Like he literally says it just like that, just on Tim Pool's show. And Tim Pool pushes back and he's just like, who's that? And he's just pushing at him, trying to get him... And Kanye basically says, well, the they are the Jays. Like, we've been over this. Like, don't fucking push me. He's like, and Tipple's like, oh, you can't say it's the Jays. And he's like, I'm fucking done with this. I told you. Like, this is Ye speaking. He's basically like, I told you. I don't want to fucking, I don't want any pushback on that. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to argue that here. I want to talk about other shit. Like, yeah, I, I gotta, we gotta acknowledge it a little bit, but, because that's all that's been happening to me recently. But let's talk about all the other bullshit. So he storms off after about 20 minutes and that thing goes viral. But that's not even, 
you know, so that's how he set off his week. And then, like, there was a picture of him on the private jet with Milo and Nick Fuentes, you know. And then, apparently, like, there was rumoured he was going to Austin. He went to Austin, Texas. And when you hear of a celebrity the size of Kanye going to Austin, Texas, it usually means one thing. And that, he, that means he's going to get on the Joey Rogues, the Joe Rogan experience. But can also mean another thing. Could also mean that you're getting on Alex Jones. And Kanye, boy, was he getting on Alex Jones. He was getting on InfoWars. And oh, oh, oh. now I haven't seen the full clip. I've only seen the highlights. <laughs> And I want to see the full clip because I know the highlights I've seen. They were, like I know how the media does, yay! I know how they do these things. They take snippets of him saying the most outlandish shit that he says, like which kind of actually makes sense in in terms of his wider argument, but like isolated, make him sound like an absolute crazy bastard, which he is a little bit. Like I'll admit that. But fuck me, man! <laughs> these sound bites. And I'm sure you've heard them. I'm sure you've heard them. But basically, the main one being when Kanye basically said that the Nazis, you know, they did some bad, they did some good. You know, we can't just say they're fully bad people because they did some good. And yeah. Yeah, man. That got, that got the people... That got the people rolling up. That got the people going. You know. <laughs> like, you know, how, how it says in the sample that he's got in ends in Paris. <laughs> it was provocative. It got the people going. You know, and that's what Ye loves to do, and... I won't spoil it for you, but I recommend, because I haven't seen the full thing, I've just seen the clips, so I'm going to probably later on today or tomorrow go out there and go out there and listen to it and fucking dissect it in more detail, but man, basically Alex Jones went, I mean, Kanye West went on Alex Jones to out Alex Jones, Alex Jones, and he made Alex Jones look like a reasonable human being. Like a calm, well-centered human being. And fuck me. And that, that wasn't where it ended with Ye. Because he got back on the Twitters. He got back on the tweets. And he was going off. Again, I couldn't see all of it because he eventually got taken down by Elon. He, he went after Elon. So he was literally trying to get taken down. But, uh, basically, first of all, he tweets a picture of a swastika inside of a Star of David if he didn't want to just piss people off more, which I think he did. <coughs> but he also ruins Chris Paul's life. Like, on the internet, somehow Ye was able to go off and piss people off and all the ways he could think possible. And somehow the big loser of all of this was Chris Paul. <laughs> Basically, he put up a tweet saying, 
before I go to sleep, I caught this guy in bed with Kim. And he just puts a picture, the headshot picture of Chris Paul. <laughs> this motherfucker. This fucking troll. It's just out here causing chaos. And then the final tweet that got him kicked off Twitter was a picture of Elon. A picture of Elon, he was holidaying on his boat. You know, you've seen one of the pictures where he's just pasty and got a weird shaped body. And he's like in the water, but this picture, it's not just Elon, but there's two people in this picture. There's Elon, and then behind Elon, above him, spraying Elon with a hose, there's a guy, Ari Emanuel. And who, who is Ari Emanuel? Well, he's one of the billionaire Jays that Kanye's been calling out from the start. He's like the head of CAA or something, or the biggest like man management agency in Hollywood. So he just basically put up a tweet of that picture just saying, I hope Elon's real. You know, as real as he says he is. And basically saying to Elon, like, hey man, I know, I know your boys with all these J's. I know. I know you're there, just sitting there. You know, you're coming across as Mr. Free Speech, as Mr. On the Side of Good at the moment, but... You know, we're just wait. He's basically, he's basically in that tweet. He basically just said, "Everybody beware, Elon's gonna double cross. Elon's gonna, gonna, gonna do a heel turn. Elon's gonna come out as the bad guy, cause he is a bad guy. And that's kind of what I've been feeling all along. But yeah, man, fucking Kanye. If you want my full opinion on it, I think Kanye's just being a fucking troll." I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Like, you don't talk about how the Nazis and Hitler weren't that bad on Alex Jones without thinking that this is going to piss all the people off. <laughs> and if that's not what Kanye's always done throughout his career and not always alluded to in his music that he was going to do, man. You know. How's it go in, in that song? Whoa, wait till I get my money right. Oh, you know, he's getting his money right, man. He's gotten out of these contracts. He's a free man. And this is what he was planning, man. He wants, he is, I don't know what his end game is. I think his end game is still what he says. He wants to be president of the United States. And basically the way he's getting there is he's trying to be as provocative and as controversial as humanly possible. I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know if that's going to work out in the long run, but man, I think it, I think it might just do it, man. Like, love him or hate him, you get a response. And that's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do to the whole world is... Be as polarizing as humanly possible. You can't sit, like, I'm sitting in the middle here as much as I can with Kanye. I'm not supporting what he's saying because I don't even think he fully believes what he's saying. He probably believes a lot of it. You know, I agree with a lot of the stuff around the Jays. Actually, no, I don't. No, no, no. I support my friends in the Jays community. And I stand against anti-Semitism. 
But like, I agree with him a lot on a lot of things. Not all of it. And, but also, you know. So I'm trying to stay in the middle of this thing, but I'm also kind of pretty pro-Kanye because Kanye's the man, but he's just being a troll. He's just being a troll. He didn't, there's snippets of this all through his music going through the years, man. Snippets of it. And, like, it goes back. Like, I'll just talk you guys through fucking back in the day when I got into Kanye, man. And it's so it's so personal, man, when you got, got an art, artist that you've listened to for, honestly, most of your life at this point. There's always a point in time where you get hooked on them. And for me, it was 2010. 2010. Your boy was 13, going on 14. Year 9. First year of high school. And man. The world, the world, the world was a weird place, man. It was a real, you know, transition phase. Transition phase, you're going. Spent all my time at a small primary school. There were only five boys in my year eight year, including me, in my last year of primary school. None of them went to the same high school as me. So I was starting off on my own, no friends coming in. Had to meet a bunch of people, had to make friends. Took a while, didn't take too long, I wasn't fully autistic. You know, I made friends eventually. I was tired, you know, I was playing sports, I was in getting on with some of my classmates, so I wasn't a complete liner, I was doing alright, but you know, at that point, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out, and fucking Kanye broke my young mind, you know, it just starts off that album with, can we get much higher, so high, and you know, That's just, that was Kanye at his peak controversial, man. He was going that full satanic shock vibe, talking about orgies and fucking and partying and just, you know, just trying to rile up the people, basically piss off the people who were loving him recently, all the people that were the full-on Christians. And basically, over the last 12 years since that album was released, He's looked at culture, he's looked at where the world is at one point, and within reason, within his limits, with his record label, and trying to, you know, because he did get himself a $50 million of debt, and all that sort of shit, so he had to dig his way out of a hole, so he couldn't be fully free and open about all his thoughts, but he was, whatever he did, whether it was the life of Pablo, whether it was Jesus, whether it was Ye, in 2018, where he literally was talking about how... He loves his wife so much because he thought about killing her and because he loves himself and he thinks about killing himself all the time. That, the, you know, she's the only other person he thinks about killing, so he must love her. Like, that's just, you know, if that doesn't elicit some sort of reaction to you, you don't have a fucking pulse. So anyway, the long and short of it is, if you've been with Ye for more than a couple of years, you know this is what he does. This is just 
him escalating it to the biggest level he possibly can. He had a bigger level than he ever has before. And I'm here for it. I'm not here for the Nazi shit. You know, that's a different rabbit hole we can go down one day. But man, I'm fucking here for Ye. And I'll always be here for Ye. Unless he literally, even if he does start killing people. If he kills a couple of people, depending on who the people are, I think I'll still be with him. If he starts raping, if Ye started raping, but even then if it started coming out that Ye was raping or that Ye was killing people, I wouldn't believe it anyway because I'd just, I'd, I'd just dismiss it and say they were setting him up. So anyway, ride or die with Ye people. That's where we're at. If you were wondering where I was standing after the controversial comments, that's where I'm at and that's where I'm staying. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. Oh, we're one week out, boys, literally today. This time, fuck, it's just hit me. One week today, we're going to be across the ditch in Sydney, Australia, going to see the greatest rapper of our generation, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick fucking Lamar. Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm fucking fizzed. Kendrick, another, another, another guy. Been with a long time. 2012. Not quite as long as Kanye, because he hasn't been around as long as Kanye. But 2012. Good kid, Mad City drops, man. I remember that I got into it because I heard Mad City. You know, the big single, man. When Mad City dropped. Never heard anything like it before. Still never heard anything since. One of the best rap songs of the last 10 years. Might be right up there. But mate, 2012, what was I? I was fucking 15 going on 16. Shit was moving for me. Shit was going. I was in a groove. Was doing well at school, doing well at sport. I was getting puss. That's around the time I lost the V plates. You know, I was getting some quality puss back then, man. Mate, I was getting some quality puss back then, mate. But uh, yeah, man, that was a good time. That's that, that that's that's when I got into Daddy Kendrick and his albums, man. His albums have been fucking, oh, I went off in detail on Mr. Round and the Big Steppers a few weeks ago, but fuck, man, more just the emotional times, man, like, you can just remember when albums were released and what you are going through, what you were dealing with when, when that shit happened and, you know, when that shit dropped. I remember Damn, Damn was a big one, man, I used to listen to that on repeat, like, every fucking day. Fuck man, 2017. What was it doing, is it? I was still living at home, I think. I would have been like 20... 20 going on 21. I would have been 20 when it released. So, you know... Coming out of a bit of a... Bit of a rut. 18, 19 was a real bit of a rut year. A couple of years for me. So 20 was, again, when things started moving well. Things were starting to pick up and Dan was there. Dan was helping me through it, man. Dan was building me up. Dan was making me think, making me really think of who I was as a person. You know, really trying to get that nailed down. Really trying to figure out, like, who who the fuck are you? What is this? Where are you going to, you know, what are you going to be? Who are you going to be? That's where I was starting to really lay those foundations in, mate. 
I think back to myself back then, man. You know, fucking five and a half years later. Fuck, man. You know. But anyway, I think we'll wrap it up there, man, because the voice is starting to go. Got to protect it, got to preserve it. You know, it brings the money in nowadays. But uh, big week next week. Going with the lads. Going to Sydney. Blog is on the way. Can't forget that. Blog's probably going to drop, if not tomorrow, the next day. So I'll have more detail about where to find that on the next on the next pod. But, yeah, man. Anyway, stay sexy, people. <laughs>